Peace out. Hello and welcome to Some Assembly Required, our podcast here at Waynefleet BIC, where we discuss life through the lens of our Anabaptist roots. My name is Julie Adams and I'm your host. I'm joined by Pastor Pat Hand. Welcome, Pat. Hi, everybody. Hi, Julie. How are you doing? I'm well, thanks. How are you? I'm doing good. I, I think it's interesting uh, during this series as we kind of look at our Anabaptist beliefs, that's what our podcast is for. Yeah. That's exactly what we're doing today. It is, yeah. So I, I like this. And our, uh, yeah, so we've been wading through our values, and this is week three, am I right? Community, yep. Jesus, peace. That is right. So, and then we've got one more. Next week we'll be talking about impact. Impact. So, uh, yeah. but today it's peace, which <laughs> uh, feels like a tall order some days, doesn't it? It does. It does feel like a tall order. We see it in politics. We see yeah. it. We see it in families. We see it in relationships, and mm-hmm. we just think it's almost an impossible thing to reach. Yes. But not according to the Bible. Nope. And now, why do we value peace? Mm. What's so good about peace? <laughs> you know, I I think we value uh, sometimes. Um, sometimes we find ourselves uh, that it's it's almost enough that. It's what Jesus values. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's what we value. Yeah. And, and so certainly that would be true as we looked at uh, community a couple of weeks ago and this oneness in Christ and how mm-hmm. important that is to Jesus, how yep. important the community dynamic is to Jesus. Yeah. Um, and that the word church can also be translated community, yeah, you know, in the, in the Aramaic. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's, that's kind of, kind of sets the, the tone for it. And then we celebrated Jesus last week in mm-hmm. our 140th anniversary. Wasn't that awesome? It was yeah. amazing. It was a great service. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and we were able to celebrate Jesus. Charlie Mashinder just did, um, I just think an anointed job yeah. of helping us to recognize for 140 years <clears throat> we have seen ourselves as the hands and feet of Jesus. Yeah. And that we, uh, Lord willing, will continue to do that. Yes. And uh, our invisible friend. Yes. You, you know, know, I was, I've been thinking, it's so <clears throat> strange how, um, maybe not strange, all the things we value are almost things that you feel, not. Mm touch like community mm-hmm. it's that feeling of you know oneness that sense, with others, right? that, that sense yeah and peace it it's not actually always an act it's something that you feel mm-hmm. and the same you know even with jesus like charlie was saying mm. you can't see, you don't see, see him, him physically right? right but you can feel him but we his yeah presence, spiritually you know? we see him we feel yeah. him we sense him yeah and that's that's a that was a, a great word, mm-hmm. and then you know um, our faith community uh, in valuing Jesus, we we find ourselves as his disciples. One of the hardest passages of scripture, I think, for followers is Luke nine twenty three. Mm-hmm. If any of you want to be my follower, Jesus says, you must turn from your selfish ways. I like my selfish ways sometimes, right? Oh, yeah. And then he says, take up your cross daily and follow me. Mm. And that word, take up, it literally means, uh, excuse me, that word follow, it literally means go after. 
Yeah. You know, like you go after something. There's there's a a passion involved. There's a purpose. Yeah. You know? Uh, it's not just follow, it's go after, like you know. Like a game of tag almost. Almost, like yeah, like a race. for someone. Yeah, 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 yeah. So if any of you wants to be my uh, follower, then you, you must take up, go after your cross daily and a, uh, kind of attack it, you know. Yeah, it's daily that stands out for me when I read that only because, you know, often you think of, Oh, I gave my life to Christ when I was seven at Camp Kakwa mm-hmm. or whatever. And, mm-hmm. you know, but that's not, <laughs> that's not what Jesus is asking us to do. He's no. not asking us to uh, make a one-time right. commitment. He that's says right. you got to do it daily. This is an ongoing process yeah. and relationship. <clears throat> and what if our daily cross is more than just resisting evil? Mm. What if it? What if? What if our daily cross is more than just even knowing his teachings? Yep. You know, um, what if our daily cross is seeking resolution mm-hmm. in life and seeking peace? with those around us. So how do you know if you need resolution? How can you tell? Well, I I think in that we value Jesus, uh, which we do, of course, mm-hmm. um, do we value Jesus enough to value peace, mm. to value this oneness in Christ? So how do we know if we need resolution with somebody, right? Yeah. Good, good question. Uh, a couple of things. One, if, if there's anyone, well, let me ask uh, those who are listening today. Is there anybody that we duck or intentionally steer maybe the other way if we see him or her, right? It's a good time. Hands up if you... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I've done it. All right, both our hands are up. Yep. We've done that before. <laughs> is, is there anyone that we will not speak to? Though we could, we could speak to them, Mm -hmm. but we don't. Is there someone that when we're in the same room at the same time, it's just plain awkward? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? Uh, Is there there anyone that we harbor anger or resentment with? Mm -hmm. And maybe the last one, is there, is there anyone is there anyone that we talk negatively about behind mm. their back? Those are all pretty good indicators that yeah. resolution is needed yeah. and needs to be sought after. The peace between mm-hmm. two people, you know. Does peace mean that we have to be their friend? No, I, I think that's the interesting thing about peace. Peace is uh, this tranquility of heart is... Um, it doesn't mean that you have to make, um, it doesn't mean that somebody has to become your best friend and you go on vacation with them, yeah. right? Um, but it it can mean that it's somebody that we may differ with, mm-hmm. but we can, because of Jesus in our lives, in our mutual lives, that we can be together, that we can agree on more than we disagree on, and that we mm-hmm. can that we can literally base our friendship and our our community with each other not around covid 
you know, the elephant in the room, yep. not, not around vaccinations, yep. not around unvaccinations yep. or not being vaccinated, but that we can build our relationship with each other on the areas that are so important that we agree on, and that is Jesus mm-hmm. and um, the mission of the gospel and his word that he gives us, that we find ourselves um, being able to enjoy fellowship uh, mm-hmm. together. And, and that because we don't agree in politics or we don't agree in sports or we don't agree in, um, in, in this area of healthcare, mm-hmm. that it doesn't mean that we can't fellowship and be together yeah, as a church. Coexist even. Coexist. Yeah. And, uh, and that means that we can be in the same room without ducking each other, yeah. without it being awkward that, hey, we differ, but man, we love Jesus together. Yeah. And so we're going we're gonna to fellowship on Christ. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think that's really important. And Jesus taught a lot about this. He, he says in John 13, so now I give you a new commandment, love each other mm-hmm. just as I've loved you. Uh, you should love each other. Your, your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. And I think that's, I think that's a great example of where the church has uh, dropped the ball mm. because we make fellowship about these other temporal, finite matters yeah. instead of the infinite, instead of the, this powerful uh, Holy Spirit communion and community that we can have with each other. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think this needs to be taught from the rooftops right now. Yep. And uh, hey, did you and Tom ever disagree? Never. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. We've been married for 15 years, and so of course we've had yes several dis- disagreements. Yeah. Are there things that you guys just don't agree on? When it's all said and done, you're not changing my mind. I'm not changing your mind. Yep. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. But there's something bigger that keeps you together in there. Yeah, of course there is. Yeah. <laughs> and it's the same way in church. I think sometimes yeah. we need to think of church in the sense of marriage. Mm-hmm. Well, they say, you know. We're the bride, bride of Christ. Bride, bride of Christ, yes. Right? That's where I was going, yeah. Yeah. So I, I think uh, what draws us together is far more important mm-hmm. than, than what, what we disagree about. Yes, I would agree. It's... Uh, Yeah, and, you know, it hurts to see our focus put Mm. somewhere else when there's so much work to be done. So much work to be done. (laughs) Uh, Larry Crabb, who is a psychologist Mm -hmm. and and, uh, uh, he's also a Bible teacher, there's this book he has. It's called The Safest Place on Earth, uh, referring to the church. Mm -hmm. And um, he says the difference between the spiritual and unspiritual community is not whether conflict exists, but is rather in our attitude toward it mm-hmm. and our approach to handling it. Mm-hmm. And I think, that, I think that is what makes the difference. Yeah. You know? So, so maybe, maybe the question, what do we do? What yeah, does, how what, do we handle conflict? Yeah, how does God expect us to, yeah. um, how'd you say? It's not if, if there'll be conflict, yes, right? it's when. When there'll be conflict. conflict. Yeah, there always is, you mm-hmm. know? I don't know that I know anyone that I have not had even just a bit of a, mm-hmm. you know, at one point or another. And I would call myself pretty, uh, I don't, 
don't I don't like conflict. Mm-hmm. I would rather stick my head in the sand a little bit sure. than uh, you yeah. know. Yeah. I like to try and pick my battles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ones that we know we can win. Well. <laughs> well, so we find ourselves maybe in a situation, whether it's in marriage or a friendship or a relationship at church or even at business or at work. What can we do? Mm-hmm. And I think there's three things that help us in resolving conflict. Um, Jesus expects us to resolve conflict, mm-hmm. not duck it. And so three things very quickly would be we need to guard our heart toward the people we disagree with, mm-hmm. right? And uh, Jesus talks about this in Matthew 5 in the Sermon on the Mount. He says, blessed are the peacemakers, mm-hmm. for they are the children of God. What do you mean guard our heart? Mm. It means that it's so easy to let feelings and emotions drive the discussion and um, and we can't let emotions uh, control us. Yeah. You know, uh, Proverbs talks about this a little bit. Um, uh, there's one proverb over in chapter 29 of Proverbs. A fool gives full vent to his anger, but a wise man keeps himself under control. Mm-hmm. And I I think um, I, I think it's more important to find the unity than it is for us to get the last word in. Yeah. You know, and that's so different from culture. Culture it says, is. win your battle, stand up for yourself. Yeah. You know your rights, stick to your rights. And, and the Bible says, oneness with Jesus is more important than even our rights. Mm-hmm. Oneness with Jesus is what will really show the world who we are mm-hmm. and what we believe. And, um, and so I think that it, it begins with how we sit down and chat with people, guarding our heart from um from being ungodly mm-hmm. towards somebody you notice he says blessed are the peacemakers for they are the children of god um our kids pick up our mannerisms oh yeah they're born with the shape of their eyes or yep. their or their face or you know you know you look at them you say oh that's tom and julie's kid right oh, there yeah. you know right <laughs> You know, uh, uh, our son, John, Carol has to sometimes ask, is this Pat or John on the phone? <laughs> That's funny. You know, it yeah. is. And so, um, so our kids take on our mannerisms or, mm. or our features. And Jesus says, hey, we need to take on our father's mannerisms, yeah. our father's mm-hmm. uh, features. And so that's what he's talking about there. And, um, and then I, th- I think it's important, number two, that we that we confront the problem, mm-hmm. that, that word we don't like, confront the problem, but respect the person. Yeah. You know, be able to separate those. Criticism, blaming the other person, it takes our eyes off the issue, mm-hmm. or it takes our eyes off maybe what the disagreement's about. And so being able to keep the issue separate from the person's life and personality and those different things is so important, right? Yeah, absolutely. And then the third one is, I think the bottom line, when if we're going to resolve things, the bottom line is to seek to please the Lord, not to win the argument. Yeah. You know? And um, the Bible talks about this in 1 Corinthians 10, 31. He says, whether therefore you eat or drink or whatsoever you do, do all to the glory of God. 
Mm -hmm. And I, I don't think we can hold a grudge to the glory of God, do you? No, I don't think so. No. That'd be hard I'm to I'm not do. very good at it anyway. <laughs> no. Uh, and we can't scream and slam the door at home for the glory of God. No. Yeah. And we can't talk negatively about somebody behind their back to the glory of God. No. Yeah. <laughs> we can't really. <laughs> so, uh. <laughs> so we find ourselves in, in the culture we're living in, in the day and age with so many opinions, so many, so many different things that, that are going on in our neighborhood, at work, the conversation around the water cooler, and, mm -hmm. and, um, and then even here at church. Uh, so many different, um, so many different ideas, so many different opinions, so many different, uh, maybe for some even conviction. Mm -hmm. But there's only one oneness. Yeah that we have the opportunity to have. We'll never find oneness in COVID. We'll never find oneness in vaccines or masks. We'll never ever find oneness in politics. It won't happen. We won't even find oneness in sports, no. right? The only place that we on the face of the earth can show just what Jesus means to us is in our oneness with each other in Christ. Mm-hmm. And so those who are listening today, uh, let that sit with you today. Mm -hmm. let, it, let it help maybe even change the trajectory of a relationship mm -hmm. or a situation that maybe you're currently in. And that there's just some things more important than what we think and what our rights are. It's always oneness in Christ. Mm -hmm. Always. Always. So I think that's a powerful statement that we, as followers of Jesus, we value peace because mm -hmm. Jesus does, because the Heavenly Father does. And so I, I, I just, I hope that helps all of us, you know, yeah. of these principles, just to be reminded of them. Thanks, Pat. Any closing thoughts? Well, Let's that was a mouthful goodbye. today, yeah, right? Yeah, I think so. I think that was a pretty good... Uh, <laughs> and that peace is a process. Yes. And it's worth going after yep. uh, for Jesus' sake. So, Excellent. Thank you very much. Well, that wraps it up for today. If you'd like to get in touch with Pat with any feedback, questions, comments, you can reach him at Pat at waynefleetbic.com. If you'd like to get in touch with me with any comments or um, podcast suggestions, I'd love to hear from you as well. And my email address is julie at waynefleetbic.com. So we look forward to connecting with you again next week. Thanks for tuning in and see you later. I'm so glad you're here today. And please remember, you may not be able to resolve conflict. Sometimes it just has to be enough that you agree in Jesus. And that's where you find the peace. That's where you find these things to be able to be in community together. I hope you have a great week. You are loved. God bless you. Take care.